if hitting the reset button in life was as simple as literally pressing a physical button. Now, I know for a fact, trust me, I'd wear that button out every time I felt that I made a mistake or wanted a do-over. I'd carry it everywhere, literally, because I'd honestly use it every chance I could. Truthfully, I think we all would. Hey, what's up? My name's Ron Banks, and I'm passionate about all things creativity, intentional living, habit building, and helping strong-minded individuals like you regain control of their life. I'm a traditional guy who broke free from traditional thinking in order to reinvent what it means to truly enjoy life. And now, as a minimalist, I'm living, growing, creating, and sharing this journey with nothing to hide. I teach you powerful and encouraging ways to think differently and kickstart a happier life on your own terms. Scared of real conversations? <laughs> Not me. Stumbles, struggles, habits, relationships, minimalism, money, health, we'll talk about all of it. This is where I answer your questions and dive deep into conversations meant to encourage, empower, and deploy a new way of thinking. I hope you're ready to grow and learn together with me on this journey. So get comfy and let's jump into it. Welcome to Where Do I Start? So I'm really excited about diving into this conversation with you because I truly feel like there's no better time than right now to hit the reset button on your life, especially while we're sitting at home during this pandemic and are unsure what's going to happen next. If you're like me, you've probably been watching the clock, waiting for the new normal to start. And it makes you wonder about how different are things really going to be once all this clears. I know when this pandemic uh, became a real thing a few months ago, I was shocked, like most of the country. It felt like a scene from a movie where the world was ending, the world was changing, and nobody knew why, right? I mean, I remember going to the grocery store for the first time and seeing everyone wearing masks and gloves and arguing over who was in line first. Seriously, the only time I've ever seen a parking lot so full in my life was when I was working my first job ever in high school at the mall on Black Friday. I remember it like it was yesterday. And not to mention the toilet paper situation in itself was, was just crazy. I know every shelf in every store in my hometown, at least, was empty. It was mind-blowing, and I seriously could not believe it. However, uh, in the midst of this pandemic, right, in the midst of this pandemic and chaos, I remained in a space of calmness, and I allowed myself to view the situation from perspectives other than my own. And rather than adding fuel to the fire, I decided to fight the few flames I encountered with hope and encouragement. See, Nothing feels more intimidating than change, especially when it's unexpected, regardless if it's something small or a national pandemic that could completely shift your life a full 180. Change itself in general is not easy, but it's manageable. And I want to talk to you about how. About two years ago or so now, I hit the reset button on my own life. There were new things I wanted to try and changes I wanted to make, but I was contemplating on where to start, right? Or would it even be worth it? All I knew is what I've always been doing. So the idea of possibly changing that 
was really difficult for me to grasp. I was just comfortable with how things were, right? My routines were easy. I was on autopilot most days anyway. So there wasn't much that was extra that I really needed to think about, if you know what I mean. It was cool, right? I, I liked things this way. However, I found myself starting to feel stuck. Like I wasn't making any real progress in life as if I've just been sitting on a Ferris wheel in life. Now, don't get me wrong, Ferris wheels are actually pretty cool. And if you've ever been on one, I'm sure you'll agree. I mean, they light up at night. They make great backgrounds for selfies, right? They also give you an opportunity to see your surroundings from a different view, especially when you're at the top. But as cool as they are, they're only fun for about the first five minutes, just long enough for you to go around twice, right? I mean, after that, it's pretty hard to justify it still being exciting personally, because no matter how many times you go around, the view never changes. You already know what to expect, which is kind of how I felt in life. I thought I was making progress, but mm, nope. <laughs> I've already seen that view before. So why am I comparing life to a Ferris wheel right now? Besides the fact that it makes a pretty cool metaphor, which it does, when I felt stuck, it felt like my life was spinning like a Ferris wheel. And no matter how hard I tried to adjust my perspective, the view itself never changed. It was a continued pattern in life that grew exhausting. I was tired of riding this ride, knowing that it was only exciting for the first five minutes. Now, let me guess, you're wondering how I got off my Ferris wheel because maybe you're curious and are finding this story interesting, or maybe you're stuck on your own Ferris wheel looking for an opportunity to hit the reset button. Well, I have five steps to share with you that will help guide you through this change and take your life from where it is to where you want to go. If that sounds good to you, let's jump into it. This is Where Do I Start? Hey, if this is your first time tuning in, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the show and become a part of this growing community so you can not only listen to all of the interesting episodes coming up in the next few weeks, but so you can also join in on the conversation and share what you're learning with the people most important to you in your life. You can find Where Do I Start on all your favorite podcast platforms. Because I hit the reset button in my own life, I am now heading down a journey full of love, happiness, in life. And I deeply want the same thing for you. So let's dive right into this with the first and most important step, which is acknowledge. Being stuck on what feels like a Ferris wheel in life is a product of mental habits, feelings, and beliefs. But remaining stuck and staying seated on that ride for long periods of time is a product of choice. Remember that. Now, in order to change your perspective, you have to be willing to change your thinking. And this starts with acknowledgement. Realizing and recognizing what it is in your life that needs to change in order for you to reset, right? Or finally get off of that Ferris wheel. You can ask yourself questions like, what do I need to let go of? Or what do I need to deal with physically, mentally, and emotionally in my life? Or what's causing this weight that is weighing on me and then causing me to feel stuck? Sometimes it's a person and sometimes it's a cluttered mess of things. Sometimes it's a mindset. And sometimes it's a combination of all three. To be honest, this is the most challenging step out of the five because it requires something that we all struggle with initially, which is self-honesty. And there's this quote that I absolutely love by Maya Angelou, who was an amazing poet, and I feel it illustrates this struggle we have perfectly. She said, without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We can't be kind, true, 
merciful, generous, or honest. Mm, I'm going to say it again. She said, without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We can't be kind, true, merciful, generous, or honest. See, I love this quote partly because Maya Angelou said it, but mainly because the key word here is courage, meaning a quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain, etc. right? It's bravery, right? Now, the opposite of courage is fear. And to keep it all the way 100 with you, this is where many of us live when it comes to being honest with ourselves. We're afraid to, or we don't know how to. It's just easier to avoid it, right? Which is why we end up stuck on that Ferris wheel in the first place. We get comfortable because we don't want to face what we know and acknowledge as the truth, as the things that need to change in in our life in order for us to reset. Now, there's a simple tactic that I use personally to help me with this, and it's writing. Personally, I find when I write things down, I tend to be more honest with myself because A, I don't have to worry about others hearing my deepest thoughts about my life, and B, it helps me avoid speaking less than truthful statements out loud. Because I know for me, whenever I try to answer this question, you know, what do I need to let go of or what do I need to deal with? It was harder to answer or harder to be truthful when I spoke out loud because, you know, I flat out didn't want to hear it. I did not want to hear the truth, regardless of how much I needed it. And this ties directly to our struggle with self-honesty. It's a hard thing to do. Trust me. I mean, it truly takes courage to be honest and to acknowledge the weight that is weighing on your life. But when you can find different ways to be honest with yourself uh, through tactics like writing, for example, it makes saying what you need to hear a little easier. Number two is release. Let it go. Let go of everything you acknowledged in step one. Now, I know it sounds backwards a little bit, but trust me, let go of all of the bad habits, the poor mindset, the clutter in your life and in your heart and the heaviness of that weight that is weighing on you. Just let it go. Now, I understand this is easier said than done, right? I get it because I've struggled with it too. When you've grown comfortable with certain things and habits, it's hard to change that. It's hard to see anything outside the field of view that this Ferris wheel gives you. And again, if you've ever been on a Ferris wheel, more often than not, the seats within the cart you sit in all face the same one direction, right? They all face forward. Now, why is this relevant? See, Ferris wheels can rotate in two directions, forwards and backwards. Like I said, most of them light up at night with fun colors and sequences. Some play music. They even pause sometimes for a brief moment throughout the rotation. And I remember as a kid, always wanting my cart to stop at the top whenever it paused because it made me feel like I was sitting on top of the world, right? But regardless of how cool and colorful these Ferris wheels are or how bad you want your cart to stop at the top, right? your field of view is still limited because you're only facing one direction. You can only see so far before it begins to rotate again. Your perspective of how big this world is or how grand your life can be, for example, is affected because your view is limited by the structure and design of the Ferris wheel. Now, keep in mind that this Ferris wheel is a metaphor for the mindset that has you feeling stuck in life. So letting go or... Maybe I should say releasing those things that you acknowledge as weights in your life takes more than just briefly saying, okay, I'm done. It's gone. I'm over it, right? It takes more than that. Although sometimes I wish it was that simple. It's not. See, 
you have to dig deep within yourself and ensure that you're acknowledging and releasing everything. Think of it as pulling up the weeds in your yard at the root so they don't grow back. And as a quick FYI for you, as you're working through this, I want you to keep in mind that you're never really done with steps one and two with acknowledging and releasing. Because as life goes on and you continue to grow on your journey, there will always be things that you have to acknowledge as something that may need to change in your life. And then you'll actually have to change it by releasing that energy. Number three is expressing gratitude. Now, I get so excited when I talk about this step because there's just something in us that changes when we do this, right? It's the tone in which we talk to ourselves, uh, our emotions, our confidence, our smiles, even. It all changes and it feels like magic almost, but it's as simple as expressing gratitude daily. I know when I first hit the reset button in my life early on before I really understood how it all worked, I thought that it was only about getting rid of things, you know, the physical clutter in my space, the, the toxic relationships, negative memories and emotions, all of it. And in doing this, I thought that I was effectively resetting my life. Now, it was a start. I was making progress and things were changing slowly. I was trying new things and experimenting with habits and routines, but there was a key piece in this that was still missing. And it was showing thankfulness for the things that I still had in the relationships that I valued. There's a, um, there's a phrase that is often used throughout motivational content when it comes to setting goals and achieving them. And I'm sure you've heard it before. It says that you have to develop tunnel vision, quote unquote, tunnel vision, right? To zero in on and focus on the goals you have ahead. And I completely agree with this. It's important to have tunnel vision, to know what it is you're trying to achieve, the path you have to take to get there, and what distractions or hurdles may present themselves or impede in on your tunnel vision. However, I also believe that sometimes our tunnel vision can become too narrow, so narrow that we miss surrounding opportunities or values that can help us achieve the goals we've set. And this is something that I did without a doubt. My tunnel vision was way too narrow, way too narrow. I was only focused on what could I change and get rid of and failed to see what was right in front of me, the things or opportunities that could help me move to the next chapter in life or everything that has already helped me make the progress I have. And this is where expressing gratitude really starts to refine and strengthen that tunnel vision we have or are working towards. Because showing thankfulness, as I've said, or appreciation, gratefulness, respect, however you want to package the message, doing this really starts to change your perspective a little bit. And when you're on this journey towards hitting the reset button or even beyond this point and you're already heading down a new path in life, it's important to remember that this is about more than just letting go and having a fresh start. It's also about appreciating the things and the positive people you have in your life that you value and that are also adding value to your life. And number four is declare. Okay, <laughs> take a deep breath and gather yourself because this is where I'm going to ask you to put your confidence hat on and grab that megaphone regardless of who's watching and listening because this is where you need to speak up and speak out about what you want to happen in your life. You need to declare it and you need to own it. Again, change itself is intimidating. I get it. But much of that intimidation and hesitation we feel comes from the person we see in the mirror. It's self-inflicted in so many ways. And I want to explain how by breaking down a poem I wrote about my own personal experience with this. And the poem is titled Fear. 
And it's a creative expression of both this idea of how change is intimidating and combined with the idea of fear being paralyzing. And the first few lines from the beginning say this, fear has made my body its home, a resting place to lay its head, to feed. My courage became breakfast in bed. Just enough fuel to feed this disease that eats at me. You can see the darkness seeping through my pores. It dressed me. Clothed in brown skin, I wore this. I wore fear the same way I wear black every day. And then later towards the end of this piece, as it progresses, I write this. Fear is just a figment of my imagination that I've let control me. A set of strings playing my life like musicians do violins and symphonies. I'm tired of this song. I think it's time to change it. If you want to read the full poem or hear me perform it, I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. But the reason I'm bringing this up and why it relates to this fourth step we're taking about declaring what we want to happen in our lives is because fear is the fuel that's feeding the intimidation we feel. And anytime we think about what we want or want to change, that little voice inside of us is saying, well, that sounds stupid, right? That'll never work. You can't do that. You're not good enough or you don't have the resources and knowledge for that. That little voice starts to drown out every bit of desire, confidence and motivation we have. It takes over our bodies and it starts to dictate our life until we decide to change the tone of that voice or change the song as I wrote in the poem, meaning get off the Ferris wheel. See, the reason I asked you to put on your confidence hat and to grab that megaphone, regardless of who's watching or listening, is because I literally want you to speak up and speak out, out loud, both to the person you see in the mirror, but also through the tone of the conversations you have with others about what you seek and believe for your life. The fear poem for me was the start of me speaking up and speaking out in my own life. I want you to think of it as manifesting what you want, because I believe there's power in the tongue. So what you speak is what you believe. So believe what you say and declare the changes you want to happen, the growth you want to experience and the lessons you want to learn from. Number five is take action. Now, if hitting the reset button in life was as simple as literally pressing a physical button Now, I know for a fact, trust me, I'd wear that button out every time I felt that I made a mistake or wanted a do-over. I'd carry it everywhere, literally, because I'd honestly use it every chance I could. Truthfully, I think we all would. But I'm actually relieved that it's not that simple because if it was, we'd never learn from our mistakes or appreciate the growth we're experiencing in life. Everything would just be an instant do-over, right? But see... It's something about working for the changes you want to happen in your life that make them stick. It's the process behind it all. I mean, taking action is about standing firm in your belief and actually working towards everything you've declared you want to happen. See, everything you've done up to this point, acknowledging what you want to change, you know, the things that are causing you to feel stuck on that Ferris wheel, releasing everything that's holding you back, the clutter, the emotional weight, the toxic relationships, you know, taking that first step off the Ferris wheel, then expressing gratitude and thankfulness, and then declaring the future you want, speaking up and speaking out with confidence. All these steps have prepared you for what's coming next. 
the opportunities you're looking for will present themselves. Trust me, they always do. They have and continue to present themselves in my life. But if you fail to consistently take action across all aspects of your life, then you won't be ready for those opportunities and you'll remain stuck on that Ferris wheel. See, there's a statement that keeps coming to mind for me when I think about this. It says, faith without work is dead. See, wanting and then believing that you can reset your life and change the direction of your journey is the faith part in all of this. We all believe in something and have faith that things can change, that we can reset our life, right? But actually doing it and seeing those changes you want come to life, to finally be free from the restraints of that Ferris wheel, that's the work part in this. That's taking action and resetting your life. You just finished another episode of Where Do I Start? And I feel like this conversation may have flew by just a little too quickly, don't you think? You can check out the show notes and other resources over at ronaldlbanks.com. If you enjoyed this episode and it resonated with you, do me a favor and share it with someone you know and love. Also, subscribe to the show and leave a review if you haven't done so already. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as all your other favorite podcast platforms. If you want to connect with me directly, you can follow me on social media everywhere at I'm Ron Banks. If you want to support this show and have access to not only our private Q&A podcast, where I answer your where do I start questions, but also receive special writings and other exclusive content, head over to patreon.com slash Ronald L. Banks. Thank you so much for listening. Keep growing on your journey and always remember to stay true to you. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.